motherfuckers. Yeah, shit's recorded. What's up, dude? Oh, shit. <laughs> I was in a play in high school. What? Yeah, I was in a play. Yeah, that shit came out in the newspaper, dog. Damn. Yeah. So you peaked. Huh? What? I did. <laughs> and uh, the, the the girls who were running it, they're, the, they're directors or whatever, and they wrote the play and everything. They oh, taught. so it was like an original play. Yeah, it was an original play. And and they, but it was like copied from like the theme of everything a, is everything is right. Yeah. Unless if you're a black artist and you know in America, you didn't really. It's all copied from something. Yeah, Kings of Comedy, Blue Collar Comedy Tour, fucking jazz and rock and roll. You know, it's all. Hey, shout recycled. out to the homies, bro. It's all recycled. Anyways, yeah. So it was a play, and they taught us those uh, coming on to the the vocal. Uh, uh, lips exercise. the teeth, the tip of the tongue. Say it again. The lips, the teeth, the tip of the tongue. Yeah, that. That's ASMR. That's <laughs> <laughs> just how it sounds when you're eating ass. <laughs> like a fucking horse galloping. Fucking beat that shit up on the tip of my tongue. Uh, now and then that one, and then uh, how now, brown cow? So anybody that doesn't know, that's like when you're preparing to like speak loud and you want to like exercise your voice project your voice and exercise your say it with your chest mm-hmm. i dig it i beat my chest sometimes like getting ready to go into like a uh interview mm-hmm. I'll, I'll fucking put on some dmx Ooh, out dmx is if you need to get some shit done yeah put some dmx on like i like listening to some something that's gonna like make me fucking mad and like and make me feel like i own shit already like this is that's how I feel about Dead Presidents too by Jay Z. That's my money song. Dead Presidents? Yeah. Which one is that one? How, give me a verse from that. Like a, a bar. Are Just, you fucking kidding me right now? You don't know that alphabet. Dead Presidential. Yeah, I remember it. But the, uh, that's not my favorite. I, I think my favorite Jay Z shit came later on, like 444. That and. I don't even think I listened to that album. Really? Dude, yeah. that one went so hard. Talked to you about life family being a grown man like investing so your wanna, money i just want to listen i just want to hear about cutting up dope and flipping it and getting rich that man there's such raw energy there you know what i mean i i love dope dealer music like old 50 cent like original 50 cent that dog get rich die trying mm. hardest shit in the many fuck. men mm. fucking many men is some that's one of those songs where it's like motherfucker shoot me nine times but don't really because that sucked yeah, many men with death. When you when that shit drops, you're like, oof, what's up? I want to put on some fucking white. Uh, all- I, I don't think people respect Fifty Cent enough. Like people forget about that album for sure. Doc, he trolls so hard. Oh yes, he is the greatest shit talker on the internet. I was writing a joke about like Loki just feeling bad for Ja Rule. <laughs> don't Doc- feel bad for Ja Rule. Ja Rule. No one gives a fuck what Ja Rule has to say. You know who else I feel bad for? I mentioned it to you in the car. Meek Mill. Meek Mill. Dog, that man is like successful, but he gets fucking shit on constantly. Constantly. Does he have a shoot deal with Puma? Even that is like a is fucking it? backhanded compliment, right? <laughs> fuck. I mean, not hating on Puma. I like some Pumas, but. Of course, you're Mexican. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, I fuck with soccer, so I, I, <laughs> I gotta like Puma and stuff. So, but there's some Pumas that just look dope, though. Nah. No, not, you don't like any, any of them? I can't fuck with a single Puma. Like they were hot like in high school. Um, maybe down here. Yeah, maybe it was down here. We rocked a lot of like, uh, oh, black Air Force Ones. Oh, because y'all are fucking janky up there. Y'all just <laughs> shy rack, just fucking shooting people, getting um, away, stomping them New out. Balance 574s. Uh, Nike SB Dunks, always. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chucks, always. I mean, and then you got your fucking van skate highs, you know, this is the everyday shoe of the um, midlife crisis dad currently, the millennial dad shoe. Here, do y'all ever wear polo boots up there? No, we had Tim's. Yeah, we wore, so it's a kind of a hood thing, like polo boots, everybody wore polo boots. Those shits went that shit fucking sauce. Yeah, <laughs> dog, that shit went so hard. You wore like your polo boots, some jeans, and then like a... Uh, a, a polo striped shirt. Uh, like a rugby, like a long sleeve polo? 
Not a long sleeve, just mm-hmm. a normal ass short sleeve polo shirt with with the you know actual yeah, the polo, horse on it. The horse on it, and then I, I bought the flyest fucking big horse polo shirt in Thailand. It was like six bucks. Yeah, yeah. When's the first time you ever got a compliment from like some some shit that you're wearing? Oh shit! The first like fit compliment, mm-hmm. um, or at least the first one that registered. Yeah. Uh, I was probably 12 years old. I got a pair of Nike SBs from Uprise Skate Shop. And uh, I guess I didn't, I just need some new fucking skateboard shoes. And I thought they were rad, but I guess they were like rare. Mm-hmm. And that was like a. That was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's when like I realized like, oh, sneakers. That was this dude. Uh, and it was in middle school, right? And this dude was a fucking thug. And, but he got like all the bitches. So we're sitting in science class. He, I'm pretty sure he was like, flirting with the teacher because it was him sitting next to the teacher and I was right across from them and and he complimented my shirt. He's like, because it was with like a tangerine colored. Okay. A tangerine color. Mm. Mm, you like that shit? Yeah. Polo shirt, button down. I love colors that are named after things I could eat. Mm. Salmon. Ass. Oh. Oh. Too, too soon. Maze. Shout out kids with the 64 pack Crayolas. No broke boys with a fucking rose art crayons. Fuck out of here. I never, I, you ever, yeah, are you uh, artistic in any way? Autistic? <laughs> Probably. Probably. Artistic, nah. Um, I, I delved into graffiti in high school, but I more enjoyed breaking the law than I did the art. I admire, and I, I really like try to, like, to keep up with like, I, I can admire art. I like art. I'm like, I like actual like fine art and shit like yeah. art museums. Yes. I fucking love art. And can I create it? Fuck no. Yeah. Same. I try, like I tried my hand at painting and when I was younger, try to draw. I can't draw for shit. I can paint a little bit, but this is something that I worked on. I, I, you know, I've always wanted to go to like a sip and paint thing. and I've never been to one. But like I've always wanted to go. That's it. I don't know, man. I don't think I could fuck with that. Why get fucked up and paint some shit i don't i don't know man it just seems kind of like real targety to me what's wrong with target i would not allow any fucking target slander we could shit talk walmart all day Mm. target is mm. it just seems like there's no like there's no flavor at target like i I walked in there uh, because i got some headphones because i i fucked up my other my one pair um i needed to go in right so i needed to go in there and i was like I used to be the type that would stay in there for like the 30, 45 minutes and get like a bunch of shit that I don't need. But now I'm like, why the fuck would somebody buy this? Why would somebody buy this? Maybe it's because I'm getting old and. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, I mean, that's the closest thing like white people have to culture nowadays is Target. Mm, some it, it smells good in there. Mm-hmm. Or does it? Maybe it's my mind playing a trick on me. Saying like, well, I mean, they got Starbucks right at the entrance, so you know you get that coffee hit. No, you know what? I take back all the shit that I just said because when I smell that fucking Target popcorn, mm. Mm, and then I see that icy machine, mm, dog, that shit fucking see? goes together like peanut butter and jelly. Target to bring you back. Target to put you in place. It's it the would. great equalizer. I fuck. You know, when you fuck up, you gotta own that shit. Yeah, own that shit. I just I fucked up. I talked shit about Target, and then I now put- fuck Walmart. Man, fuck I don't know. The people in Walmart. Fuck the I Walmart like them. family. Fuck I, I, their fucking close ties with China. Fuck Walmart. Fuck China altogether. I I don't that's why it's hard for me to watch the NBA now. Honestly. Like I I, I mean I, I would imagine. I mean, if fucking being a Spurs fan, I feel bad for you. Sort of subject. But check it out. I keep going back to this because it, it I feel like it's something that people don't pay attention to. We are at war with China. Yeah. It's an information war, and people don't realize how valuable they are. All the social media apps, check out that shit on. I know you don't, you, Alex, don't want to watch it, but everybody else out there has to check out that to get some a little bit of perspective. What is that called? Social Dilemma on some yeah, Netflix, Netflix right now. That shit's dope, man. It gives you some some insight. We are at an informational warfare with China and Russia, but more so China. I mean, not not only our Navy, but the you are a resource. Us as human, uh, as United States citizens, we spend so much money and our attention 
is is a resource. We wouldn't, you would trip the fuck out if somebody started taking your land. Mm-hmm. If they started taking your oil, they started taking your silver, which by the way, those silver pieces you showed me were dope. Namaste, my dude. But we're not tripping about people from other countries and corporations stealing our data. And that is the same, if not more, in value than all the other things I just said. We don't think about it as a resource, but it is. It fucking absolutely is. The, the, and the AI and machine intelligence are here now. And it sounds like a fucking sci-fi movie, but it's not. We're this, in the fucking future. This is the matrix we're, we're living in. You realize half of sci-fi is fucking science. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, even in the word itself, right? Yeah. In the, the, the genre. That's what I'm saying, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, we're living in it. And so the faster you can accept it and realize the reality that we're in, the more strength you have and more power you have to dictate where yours goes. That's why I don't fuck with TikTok. I know, same. I've never been on my phone and never fucking will. Fuck that. This friend of mine, she was, she's starting a YouTube channel. She was like, oh, you should start a TikTok. So, you know, blah, blah, blah. I was like, mm, nah, not until Microsoft buys them. And I know that sounds like stupid because obviously it's the same. They're still going to take your information and sell it. But I'd rather it stay in-house. Again, America first. Ew. Uh-huh. Just because the connotations of that term from where it originated is very not where from a good place. From? I don't know all the details, so I don't want to talk out of my ass. Mm-hmm. But it's an old phrase that is very, I want to say, um, nationalistic. Obviously, I'm not a fucking that type of person, right? Yeah. Now, I come from a background that is very patriotic, right? Like my grandmother was first generation, came here, and she raised, because she also raised me, you know? Yeah. Um, two Marines. We flag that mother, we fly that fucking flag high, you know? Mm-hmm. And we, we are very proud of our heritage. We are proud of the part of Mexico that we're from and we're part of our, you know, native and ancestral blood. But I fuck with some America, dog. Oh, you gotta. Love this shit. She's fucked up. She's pretty fucking bipolar. But she's sexy. Sexy as fuck. Mm. Hey, so this is one thing I want to ask you about. Yeah. Uh, A part of what we're trying to do here is, you know, bridge gaps. Yeah. What is something that you want to talk about with somebody that, that, that didn't join the military, that they don't understand about the military. And also on top of that, um, something that you probably have a misconception of from what they're experiencing in life. I mean, I'd like to discuss how, uh, like 19 to 25, Mm -hmm. I lost that, but not so much. It was just time doesn't really count when you're in the military because you, I can't make plans for six months down the road because I'm probably not going to be here out of the 60 months I was in the military. I was gone for 21 to 24 months. That's a fucking long time. Like that is home for a few months, gone home for a few months, gone home for a few months, gone. So it's like, uh, the idea of time and permanence wasn't really there because also you kind of got to deal with the fact that pretty solid chance you probably might fucking die. So with that, like 19 to 25 was kind of a, there was no permanence to it in, in regards to like repercussions. Right. And even while we're home, like, cause not all the time we're deployed. Yeah. Right. Let's, uh, let's, we have but when to. When I was home, I was fucking like, there was no thoughts about later. I was going out and fucking raging and fucking partying. And you were. Yeah. Because of where you were at. Right. Yeah. And you, so Alex was close to the, the beach. Fucking beach and. Yeah. And in, in California. California. And. Mm, yeah, so in the Marine Corps, we have a couple stations, and this They're one fucking rad. This guy is uh was on the beach all the time. It's the only beach in California that you could drink at. Mm-hmm. Federal beach, and yeah. it's the fucking trestles, but like some of the best surfing in North America. And then you have 
Southern, just all of the things that Southern California has to offer to a very young man with a regular <laughs> paycheck. Hmm. Cool story. So let me tell you about where I was at. <laughs> <laughs> where I was at, there's a place, um, there's two places on this planet where this tree grows in the desert. It's called the Joshua tree. One place is in Joshua tree, California, next to 29 Palms, where I was at. The other place is Jerusalem. And in the Bible, it said, not that I believe in the bullshit, but it says that where the Joshua tree grows is representative of heaven and hell. Oh, well, which one do you think Jerusalem is? Oh, that's heaven. So where the fuck do you think Joshua tree in California is? Where you fucking belonged. In hell. Yeah. That's where I spend my time hanging out, slanging and banging, fucking banging my head against the fucking wall. Computers and shit. Yeah. Not doing goddamn dick. So yes, but like you said, time was frozen. I, that's why I, sometimes I still feel like I'm trying to not relive some of those years, but I'm still enjoying my life right now as I'm 32. I'm still trying to grow up. I mean, we all are right. I know fucking my uncles and I, I know many men that are. From Gen X, that Many are men. Wish that the, fifty cents in my head, dude. What a gangster motherfucker, man. Got nine times. Maybe that's just how men are. Like, look at Fifty. He's still trolling fucking Ja Rule. <laughs> he's never going up. No, he's like in his fifties. Yeah, you know. But yeah, like I didn't get those years. You know, when everybody was having a good time, and not that I'm. That's good. Everybody should have enjoyed those years, right? Th- that those years of your life gain something, memories experiences uh losses uh heartache and love and Bottles, all of that yeah yeah go through your whole phase all of that shit good you went through that i'm i i, I miss some of that we came home on leave sometimes yeah right but it wasn't necessarily the same it, we, I was it there wasn't f- bad yeah i was there f- i mean i did smash on 96 or 96 is like 96 hours away from work so you would get four days to go just ham. Fuck off. Yeah, you go just nuts. <laughs> um, but I was a good boy. I didn't do any drugs while I was in. Me either. Never on purpose. Oh. All right, there's this one time. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, anyways. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it was, uh, it's a strange thing where you're living, but not for anything i think a misconception that we might have right from the military yeah. uh, background is that we think that they were partying the whole time and having a good time while we were fucking slanging rounds down range i definitely had more fun than i would have if i was went you know like stayed in college what do you mean like you think you got to accept like i've been to like 14 fucking countries well yeah but- you know what I mean? Like I've fucking flown in helicopters and blown shit up and been in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, that is cool shit. Uh, middle of the ocean. I heard that place is it's fucking terrifying. Yeah. It feels so small. Even on a major massive boat ship, you feel so fucking minuscule and non-existent. That's but a- it's good. It fucking humbles you. That is a good scene. will fucking humble you. I, I totally get fucking old school sailors and fucking pirates. Like I, there's something about being in the middle of the ocean, and seeing the moon on the horizon. And to imagine that back in the day, m- these people on, on pieces of wood, no fucking porn, no entertainment, no knowledge base of where the fuck they were going. Just got out there. Stars and shit. With a few pieces of bread, some water, navigating by the by the nighttime and the sun, dude, hard man, hardened the fucking hardest. And here I am, oh, bitch. yeah, we're all bitches compared to those dudes for sure. Yeah, perspective, right? Fuck that shit, man. Imagine that. Like imagine like, and I think I'm cool because I drive down <laughs> scary know? road. Yeah, I'm I'm going on an adventure. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> You're such a bitch, man. They, they turn the they turn the stoplights into fucking stop signs. 
That is always a sign, though. If it's late at night and it's not fucking red light and fuck green lights, it's just flashing red lights. Yeah, that is a sign you're in yeah. a bad neighborhood. You just, just get, keep get, fucking keep trucking. Yeah. I've never been in a neighborhood like that, though, and felt like I'm in immediate danger. I've been aware. And okay, here's another fucking topic I want to talk to you about. We need to have guests on. Eventually, we are to, yeah. to talk about, you know, different life perspectives. perspectives and shit. Yeah. Somebody that was in school and has a good background to communicate good about that stuff. And stuff, yeah. Do you know the difference between being prejudiced and racist? Uh, racism is the belief that one race is superior than the other. Prejudice is having beliefs based on people's race. Right, like a, like a preemptive kind of assumption. Yeah. And I think that a lot... Oh, wait. Um, I'm thinking of stereotypes. Okay. Prejudice is... Um, Preemptive a judgment. Neg- a preemptive judgment with a yeah. negative connotation. Yeah. So there's a lot of times that I think that, that we have, I think we're all prejudiced in some way whenever it comes to certain, you know, areas or because of your experience, life experiences, right? Yeah. Like I'm from the hood. And if I go through certain hoods, right? Like neighborhoods that are yeah. like, have a certain image, right? I'm going to be, I'm going to be on a heightened state of awareness. Yeah. And, I, that, and that, that's a prejudice, right? Is it a prejudice? Exactly. So I don't like, I know that there's certain parts of Austin or San Antonio or Houston that I just got to be on my toes. I didn't know there are scary parts of Austin. Yeah, there is actually. Austin doesn't seem like a scary place. I know. Right. It's, but there, are, there isn't. I'm not knocking Austin. I'm just saying it. It doesn't have. It doesn't carry a uh, scary connotation with it. No, I, I know. Be like New Orleans, I'm like, oh shit, right, you right. Know, Seventh Ward, Holly Grove. Of course, comparatively, right. But every city tries to. And now somebody from Austin's gonna be like, fuck that shit. I'm gonna act super hard now. Yeah. Like put on a show. People always want to like put on their pigeon chest, you know, yeah. pop their chest out. You don't that have fragile to. masculinity. It is. It really is. Feeling man. like that's unapproved. You don't have to, dog. Just you don't got a lot to kick it. Do we do that? I don't know. I I feel like uh, some of our peers. I don't know. I'm from Chicago. I don't f- ever feel like I have to need to put on for it because it carries it with it. Well, I mean, like from the like the veteran community. Oh yeah. Pigeon. Oh my god, we are the worst community in regards to gassing ourselves up and pigeon testing and overcompensating because we all feel like we didn't do enough or could have done more. I'll touch on that more though. Yeah. In the sense of, um, at least for Marines, there's such a myth, you know, larger than life idea about us that we feel like we have to live up to this idea that society is placed upon Marines or the Marine Corps in the sense of, you know, first to fight, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. So it's always a measure of having to worry about fitting, living up to that. Right. And another, whenever they're training us and we're going through that, that indoctrinate or that indoctrination, right? Yeah. Uh, brainwash us. But they're brainwashing us and to believe because we need to. Yeah. It's a survival tactic for us. That we need to be pushed. If you don't think you could die, it's going to be very hard to kill you. You have to be ready to. You have to be willing to. And, accept and, it. and that's why we can't knock the new guys coming in whenever there's a, we're not in a time of war, even though we are always at war. Yeah, right? but the ones that fucking are old enough. And they skipped it and now they're joining like after like, mm. hey dog, you're, oh, so where were you yeah. uh, eight Wait. years ago, 10 years ago, 12 years ago, 15 years yeah. ago? You could have joined then. But- Still, you're joining now, and it's not about what you did, and it's not about what you were, uh, what you were able to experience. It's what you were willing to do. The willingness to commit to something that had the possibility of X amount of sacrifice, or yeah. I, I, that cliche saying, right? You, the ultimate sacrifice. You write a blank check to your country, right? Yeah. And and I know it's cheesy, but. At some point, we all... It just seemed like a good fucking deal. Yeah, I mean, uh, at the time, it didn't seem like a big deal to be writing your will at 
21 years old, 20 uh, years old. I, I, it was kind of fucking funny. Right. It, 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 it was a cool. What do I have to leave every, anyone? The fuck? Who am I? Yeah. That, that little 400K. Yeah. Maybe. No, I did make sure to sign like a DNR and shit. Like if above, I think I put like 30% of my body is burnt. Just fucking let me go or something like that. Yeah. Like I don't want life support or anything like that. No, we we all become emo during those times, don't we? I I just still feel like that. Like, just let me fucking die. Yeah. If if I'm supposed to die, let me die. Yeah. That, and I think that a lot of us live with that shit now because we all know somebody that did die, mm-hmm. and that is the way, right? It's like a what what is like the Vikings like have like that. Yeah, that's that, how that, you get to Valhalla or whatever, which I hate. I fucking cannot stand how often it's, you know, Spartan Shield, Valhalla, I'm a fucking Viking. Shut the fuck up, bitch. Yeah, develop some new shit. Yeah. Yeah, like, like that was theirs. Let them fucking live yeah. that. Develop your own. Um, But they, that ethos, right? Like that, because we didn't, we deployed, but we didn't die. And so we knew somebody else that did. Secretly, we all kind of, idolize them yeah the, those became our our heroes right they went out on top they went out on top which is a weird thing to say that somebody that died in war at like 19 what's that at like 19 years old yeah 19 years old man that they live forever because we as long as we live they live because their memory lives on through us right it's fucking heavy dude and That's i fucking I, rock and roll and we live with that every day that we weren't those men. Like there's like a little bit of uh, insecurity in all of us that we did. I didn't have the balls enough to fucking, uh, and that I could have tried harder, you know, I, I could have, yeah, yeah, I could have fucking had a but little bit more nuts. At the same time, I'm like, fuck yeah, still here, bitches. Like oh. I'm not, I'm, I love my guys, miss them dearly, but shit, I like being alive. Life is a beautiful thing, man. Uh, it's it's very precious, and I would be doing a disservice to those guys and every single person that has chosen to take their life in their own hands. Yeah, uh, I I used to think that. Have you ever known somebody or had the discussion about suicide? I'm at. I've had twelve people I've been close with kill themselves. It's tough. Yeah. But I, I respect the fuck out of it. Because it, it takes the, fucking... Um, and it, here, it's gonna, this is going to sound demented, right? Or it's going to sound fucked up a little bit. I'm not condoning it. Not at all. Don't ever do it. Don't please. fucking do it. Yeah. I think that there's like a, a, a godlike quality to it. That your life is so much out of your control. This is the one thing that you can take control over. Where like a, a godlike presence is given back to you. That is so fucking selfish. Right. I think it's more so sap- the, the, the fascination with control mm-hmm. and death. Yeah. It's not, it's not idolization. It's a uh, like holy shit. They had that much need for control or that much control over it. Mm-hmm. But selfish pieces of shit motherfuckers. You... I think that we, in the, because people like, I don't, the misconception is that like, oh, the military doesn't uh, try to get us to. Oh yeah, it's constantly fucking go talk to this person, go have this, fill out this mental health questionnaire and let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Shut the fuck up. There's, there's two, there's two things that I think happen whenever uh, that discussion comes up while you're still in, Mm -hmm. while you're still in, if you are viewed, you could be viewed as broken, right? If you talk about it, there's like, well, he's not, because it's all about being mission ready. And they're going to take you away from your guys. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so now you can't deploy again. And if you can't deploy again, what you're the worthless. F- you're worthless. You don't want to be a broke dick. And that's exact. And a broke dick means like somebody who's uh, on. A liability. Light duty. You're light duty. Light duty means you that can't you can't carry your weight. Exactly. And so they put you in a special place where. Sunken place. Yeah, you paint rocks, and nobody wants to. It's you do that, paint rocks. What the you fuck? fucking literally paint rocks and fucking rake dirt. Then you sweep sand in the desert. Literally, we have fucking guys right now in Twenty Nine Palms in the middle of the desert, 
who are sweeping sand off the sidewalk or mopping a parking lot in the rain. Mm-hmm. This is literally things that fucking happen. So, uh, yeah. So those are the consequences that come whenever you disclose that you are feeling a certain way. Now, which is kind of like going to therapy now, because if you sometime are too honest with a therapist, you end up in a hospital. Right. And that doesn't mean that you're, and just because you have certain tendencies or a certain way of thinking doesn't mean that you're not functional as an adult. Yeah. You can still contribute to society and be broken, right? Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Like you can be broken and still contribute. Yeah. You and, can still be a active member functioning, you know, maybe not functioning is where you should be, but you are still worth something and contributing something, even if you are broken. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit, a broken clock's right twice a day, right? (laughs) The second part that I think happens uh, whenever, like, with the discussions about suicide prevention in the military while you're still active, the amount and frequency that it's talked about is fucking annoying. It brings it up more than anything. Exactly. They make you more fucking suicidal than through the classes than anything. We joke about that. But it's real. I think... They talk about it, and this is going to sound completely like asinine and like I, it doesn't make sense. I think that they should be talking about it less. It's it's popping up into all these men's head and women, but mm-hmm. mostly like in, in infantry, it's still the n- well men. globally the numbers are still men. staggering. Yeah, they bring it up into these men's minds so frequently. It presents it as an option, right? If it may not have been before, be- in exactly that. I think that if they were to bring it down and just address like the the mental health aspect of it and not the actual suicide, possibly the idea of suicide would start to vacate. I mean, obviously we're all conscious of it right now. Yeah. It's a very real issue. In the future though, maybe that we can bring those numbers down by percentages, like small percentages, yeah. which is still every one of those is a life saved, you know? Um, the, or we could talk about it more. If I if I start talking about my knee pain, all of a sudden I keep addressing it, addressing it, bringing yeah. it up. It's in your mind. Yeah. Now I I live with this fucking knee pain. That's all I think about. Because well, there's also you know the idea that you speak you could speak things into existence, right? Exactly. And I mean, just getting that juju on you. And we like to use that word manifest, right? We manifest things like positive things into our life. Also. How many things have we talked about that have literally fucking manifested into real life recently? We we have a couple unreleased episodes that we talked about some shit. And it fucking, yeah. It comes to fruition. Like, it's kind of creepy. No, uh, not negative stuff. It's all been positive And yeah. it's just like relevant things. But I mean, that's just a... Uh, I, I think there are power to words when you give words power. And there's also the idea that what you put out is what you get back. Mm-hmm. You know, you, what you give, you receive. So it's one of those things where the amount of kind of energy you're putting out, or if you're constantly a fucking dick, then the world's going to treat you like a fucking dick. You're a nice fucking guy. The world's probably going to be a nice fucking guy to you. Yeah. Uh, how, yeah, how you live. You know, I really think that people should watch that, that, ser- that documentary because. The na- Netflix one, social media one. Yeah. The, 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 the social dilemma it's the same thing that's happening with my phone right now. Like with all the apps, I'm, I'm, I'm steering all the apps into directions that I want them to create con- or show content for me, you know? Yeah. Um, because that's, that's what it's built for. You're curating it, your surroundings, your entertainment. Yeah. And so if I'm looking at negative shit all the time and if I'm talking about fucking sad shit all the time, it's always going to pop up, but I'm not, I'm looking up skateboarding, cars, dogs, I mentioned cats. Last episode, I think. Yeah, you did. And it's in my Instagram feed now. Of course. And I talk about eating ass and, and you just got and fucking. Guess where I was at last night? I was <laughs> temptation showed its ugly face. The devil called me back, and there I was at 11 p.m. at Yellow Rose in Austin, Texas, with ass in my face. Why? Why? Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't mean to ask you that. Cause it's sterile, and I like the taste. What brings you there, though? What is the... I honestly don't... Uh, so I've gone to the strip clubs since I moved to Austin twice. And 
I honestly, I'm. Ooh, you ready for this? Yeah, hit me with it. Fucking therapy time. I am a sex addict. Okay. And I'm and I'm battling it. And it's not like it's a oh oh cool I'm a sex addict you know yeah. it, it's a it's a very grimy feeling like I I don't look for these things and I because I when I go there and I look for these types of things I have no control you go all in I'm fucking oof. you're like me and gambling that's you're uh I'm yeah. fucking I have to like if I go to Vegas I have yeah. to lock my accounts and pull out cash and not allow myself yeah or i will fucking mm. that's the same thing that i experience with with sex i i'm a very sexually open and active person mm. um i i enjoy it and i think adults should partake in and whatever they, they i i don't judge right uh i know where i i i wouldn't go right like i have boundaries yeah as far as like with other people but with myself right I will engage and I will like, I, I, I can't turn off my pleasure, uh, sensories, you know? Yeah. And, uh, like in a strip club environment another or hit after hit after hit. Exactly. I just keep fucking chasing that dragon. Mm. I get uncomfortable talking about it. Cause like, I, I know how good it feels, you know? Yeah. And, um, and I was, that's not like, Oh, I'm getting fucking lap. No, I'm yeah. getting my fucking dick sucked by strippers two two at a time. And, you know, like how much fucking, and you know, I want like an ass in my face and. Is it, the, it, sorry, but is it how you feel? Like, is that, is that what makes you actually feel something? Uh, or is it more of a release? Is, do you feel like you're taking in an emotion or a feeling or is it just expelling emotion? Oh, that's complicated. I, uh, it, cause it's a, it's a, it's a bit of both. Right. Um, when I get there, right. I, I kind of, I calm myself down because I feel like that angst. Mm-hmm. So I, I use alcohol to like, to, to soothe the Down nerves. The exactly. So I, you know, I smoothed it out. Uh, like I, I, same order all the time. If anybody's listening that, that knows me from that world, uh, they know my order. Like it's yeah. a shot of silver tequila it used to be Patron, but now my my taste buds are changing. It's bad. I know. And then, and a Corona. Okay. And then, usually I eat at the strip club, right? Because I, I lie to myself. I go in there like, I'm just going to eat, and that's it. Okay. I, and that, one, That's your first little, mm-hmm. that's me. I'm, you know, I'm going to take 300 out of the ATM and play a couple hands of blackjack. That's it, right? That's all. I, I'm going to limit myself. It's just to have fun. Just to satisfy my, my, my taste. When in Rome, I just, I, yeah. But then. I'm already here. Exactly. And then it starts to snowball, right? The, the, you, that little bit of addiction, you get that first taste, right? Some, the girl sits down and I'm like, Hey, no, I, I gotta be honest with you. I always, I, aces, yeah. I always do this. Hey, I'm not, I'm not looking for any dances. I'll buy you a drink, but that's, that's it. Uh, just, I'm, I'm here to have a good time and eat and then I'm going to take off. I'm not going to, I don't want to waste your time. Yeah. I, I'm honest with them. Right. Are you though? No, I am. That's, that's my intentions. I, I'm honest about my intention. But are you honest with yourself about your intention? And here, there you go. That is the question, right? I'm honest with them and I don't lie to them, but I'm lying to myself. I know what the fuck I want and I want her and I want not only her, I want her and her and her and her, and I want them all right now. So you are lying to them. No, you uh, know what you want. I know what I want, but I'm not wasting her time because at the same time, the sex workers—they're—that's what you know, strippers are. Mm-hmm. OnlyFans girls. Uh, if you're an Instagram influencer, you're you're also a sex worker. Well, it's not, it's not, you're saying it like it, like it's, it's not a bad thing to be a sex worker. No. It's the oldest trade in the world. No, a, 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 a sex worker, they, we need to have more open communication about sex work because sex work is still work and it's respectable and you shouldn't feel ashamed about it and you should feel empowered by it. And I am fully supportive of that world, right? And the reason why it's so difficult for me to overcome some of these things is because of the stigma that comes along with that type of industry. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, if, if they were allowed to work in a more 
uh, open and acceptable environment, then it would allow me to embrace them and to also embrace my vices, right? Mm. I, I have very little vices. I barely, I barely drink. Yeah. I barely do any drugs, mm-hmm. even though I, I talk about it all the time. Um, I don't do any real drugs. That's your vice, though. My vice is the sex. I fucking love it. Every, from the smell to is the touch mechanical? of the skin. What do you, no, no. Is there passion? No, it's become mechanical. And that's what, and that, so here, that's how I know that it became an addiction. Be, you need the fix. Because I need the fix. And also it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good anymore. It feels like you have to do it. Uh, not that I have to. It, it's just an impulse. It's just like a, like, what do you, what do you, uh, guys that go to the gym, right? You don't like to do squats. Some people do, right? Let's take the opposite thing, whatever you do. There's one workout that you like lap yeah. pull downs or whatever the fuck, right? Whatever that is that you don't like to do, but you, you know do you it, and, but you don't even think about it. You're just doing it, right? You just do it. You get out of the way and then you go back to doing something that you do like. Well, that exercise that you don't like doing, that's how I feel about that that numbness yeah is how i feel going through like the strip club and sitting down with the sex workers and and uh and experiencing that yeah like i'm not i enjoy it but not like the way i enjoy sitting you know what i really really love now Hmm. like having a long conversation with the woman like where i'm like she's laughing at my jokes she wants to she wants to come out and like see me do stand up or come to a show with me yeah. or something like those intimate experiences because you can't buy those 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 yeah, are you can't actual human connection it, yeah exactly that the that raw human connection is is was but i'm so scared of it now because of past experiences and traumas that i've had now because like trusting people now especially as an adult like we talked about making friends as an adult man. Yeah, it's possible. It's, or it's very difficult. It's, it's not impossible, but it's very difficult, yeah. right? Especially to open up and to have honest, like sincere, not plastic mm. uh, connections with, with other people now. It's becoming increasingly difficult, right? You, people look at their phone all the time. I, I, I know why. Right? Yeah. It's, they're a piece of merchandise for these companies. But at the same time, I don't know, man. It's it's something that I'm working on all the time. Yeah. Well, just just the fact that you could talk about it. Yeah. Shows that you know there's at least something there. You're still fucking savable. Not that you're on. Not that you need saving. But you know what I fucking mean. That I need a hero. Yeah. Just just the fact that you could be so aware, candid about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is it one of those things that do do you want to stop? Yeah, absolutely. Um, since I uh, a big help of it, um, uh, has been Rona. I can see that. You know, Rona was uh helped me a lot. At at, at first, are you not a porn guy? Like, is it? No, a big man. Difference? It's uh, all porn is cuck porn. I'm not a cuck. I'd rather be in there, fucking, hand in the action, so to speak. On the front lines. Yep. I'd rather. Be there, you know, in the in the dirty, in the dirt, on my hands and knees. Why don't you just become a sex worker? Oh, I'm not. I'm no Don Johnson. <laughs> you know, no, Johnny Sins. Yeah, I'm not a. I'm not bad. But, but you're I ain't good. <laughs> yeah, but I ain't good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, uh, I got someone to work your with. Fantasy but, team's dope, but you know, mm, you're not yeah. going to the draft. Yeah, I'm, I don't ever play in the pros. Funny, but. Uh, I don't know, man. It it that is not my um. How does it play out in your actual relationships? Was if you don't mind. No, please when, ask. When was when was your last real t- relationship? Oh, <laughs> all right. So, like real, real, like dating somebody, yeah. or what are you considering real? I dated uh, a. A When's woman. the last time you told a woman you loved her? Well, I mean... I, and meant it. Oof. 
hear that silence. That's yeah. for a reason. That's what we call. Uh, Damn. Yeah, man. It's been it's been some time. At, at I feel least that though. At, at, do you feel that 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 awkwardness in the air? Yeah. It's intentional. Who hurt you? Nobody. It's who I hurt. Damn. Again, that realness, that fucking awareness. Well, I mean, I I, I don't want to go around hurting people. Mm. You know, I feel that I was a. I still look back like I've been a major piece of shit in my life, and it is very embarrassing. I mean, how? Here we go. Back to something that again we're in the biz. We call this a callback. <laughs> uh, treat your soul correctly. Yeah. Don't. And this is what I'm doing. <clears throat> like I, I I can't create insincere. I'm, I, I don't have to lie to women. Mm-hmm. I would never tell somebody I love them when I don't. I would never say I'm going to be around. And some circumstances call for that, right? Like yeah. there's some experiences that, uh, you know, you just fucking meet a random and just knock it's, it out. Uh, yeah, whatever. That's not the same. Like I, and, and also n- nowadays, nowadays with these kids, you know, <laughs> Uh, it's it's very risky. You have to be very very careful. Not because of sexually transmitted diseases. I don't know why I didn't use the acronym because we all know what the fuck they <laughs> are. Not with SEDs, but with with the climate of the society that we're in. Everybody is everybody is potentially a victim, even if the situation is not that. Right, you can offend somebody and you can ridicule somebody without them even calling it out until you even realizing yeah exactly you're not doing it on purpose but they'll tell you on the back end or maybe you are too aggressive and look at what happened to Aziz Ansari yeah you know what I'm saying like he'd already had sex with this woman a couple times before and then she's giving him head and then she wants to stop or something along those lines, and there's like a little bit of confusion, and now this man, it, I mean, his 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 career wasn't ruined. Now we know that, right? Yeah, but it, yeah, you know, it, to even be in the realm of being accused of assaulting somebody, or it's the fucking, I mean, the only thing worse is actually being a victim, right? Yeah, and and, and we want to believe women first every I, time, I, every time, yeah. every time, right? We want to. I believe her. Fuck yeah, right yeah. away. That that is the I'm okay, like that is the one time where innocent or proven guilty doesn't necessarily you, apply. Right. And as men, we know this. You know that. As we should. Yeah, rightfully so, right? You have to know that. And there's no acceptable circumstances now. Oh, y'all are both drunk? No. Mm-mm. Not gonna fly, dog. You know that. There's no excuses now. You know that shit. Don't run those risks. Yeah. At the end of the day, you're going to have to live with that. And for the things that I enjoy and the experiences that I like to have, right? Just we're, we're going to bring it back to those sex workers. Yeah. So for the ex- things that I enjoy, I need to have trust, stability, and agreement. I, I need to have- You need that transaction. It becomes transactional. As, at least for the sex, right? So- yeah. So if I'm, if I'm getting head in the strip club, there was an agreed upon, you know, oh, we went to the back of the VIP and now she's like, oh, just, you know, whatever becomes transactional. Yeah. It's safe. If it's a random girl and I'm having a drink with her, I can't live in that moment. They'll be like, oh, let's go home right now. We're both fucking drunk. That's dude. That's so fucking risky. That's, that's not safe. It's overrated too. Yeah, I, I, I don't want that experience with like some, I want to have that with someone that there's a connection, yeah, you know? You want, you want something real, something tangible. Right. Like I, I, I need to feel that emotion out of you and I need to do, be sober and I need you to look me in the eyes and, and I want you to fucking spit in my mouth. So what you're, it's three off of the last the bit. feeling, no, actually uh-huh. I, I related that part. Yeah. It's the need to be desired. That. Absolutely. Not only the need to be desired, to be appreciated, to be acknowledged, to all Men of it. Men yearn for that is, is. 
Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, there's there's not a single man out there that doesn't want as much as like women want. A man could get one compliment and it fucking ride that for years. I talked earlier about my first, or the first time I was complimented yeah. on a shirt that I was wearing, right? The teacher was there too. And she was like, oh, that is a really nice color. I remember that shit. Yeah. I fucking use that shit for a long we time. All, you know, we all so often love to throw the term daddy issues onto women, but there's a lot of mommy issues that a lot of us are dealing with. It's the need yeah. for that acceptance, that love, that affection, that compliment, just because it's so rare in a man's life to be complimented. Yeah. Even amongst his, I mean, you hear in the women's bathroom, right? You, you've heard, I mean, not that I fucking have my ear against the wall, yeah. but you, you know what they, what they talk about in there. They're like, Oh my God, you look fucking good. Slay, no. bitch. Yeah. Slay yeah. bitch. You go, you fucking wear that shit, girl. Yes. Whatever they fucking say, each other. they hype each other up in the restroom. Yeah. And what did he do? What the did equivalent he, dudes in the bathroom. Just... Exactly. Just silence. That. Yep. that silence. Get to get in, get the fuck out. Yeah. But now, not just like the equivalent, I guess what the women are doing like that would be the competition in men, like how we hype each other up. Not like, yeah. but it's not in a positive way necessarily, but it's a, oh shit, that shit was dope that you did. Let me fucking, I'm going to try to do that shit too, but better than you. Or we often try to um, uh, replace the compliments for ourselves with things we acquire. What do you mean? Like, uh, instead of seeking the compliment for the way we look or something about us, we'll go buy a nice car. Right. We try to chase that. Um, so people call it a midlife crisis for some uh, guys. It's just, um, in, you know, what we can't find in ourselves, We try and emulate in the things we purchase or the things we get or the things we obtain. Right. Or if- our accomplishments. But I think right now at this age, there's a lot of us men that um, are, are no longer uh, chasing any of those feelings anymore, right? Uh, we're accepting of who we are and, and the things that we enjoy and we're discovering ourselves, but it's a long process for men. Uh, it's hard growing up. It, it, it's hard, but it's, it's something that mandatory. Yeah. You know, we grow up slower than women. Women mature a lot faster. Mm-hmm. However, men have different. I mean, it's it's just not they're not a battle of the genders. We just have different issues, right? That we even face. We're different, and that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. We're we're also focused on making sure we all come together. That we also need to appreciate our differences. Right. That goes back to um, racist prejudice or stereotypes. We used to fucking like Chappelle show. Stereotypes are fucking funny. Mm-hmm. They are. White people can't fucking dance. Puerto Ricans steal. Mexicans do great fucking yard work. It's just, it is. Yeah, we, we do. Yeah. Um, and the, the prejudices, right? Is it prejudice for me to assume that a woman is weaker physically than, than like, if, if, I, if I come into your house, right? Yeah. And, and there's a husband and a wife. Is it prejudice to assume that the woman is the weaker one physically? I mean, that's just genetics or like biology. Now, is it prejudice for me to assume that uh, going to a certain neighborhood and I have to lock the doors be, I, as soon as I lead out my car because there's, you know, junkies on the corner? That's prejudice. Is it? Yeah. Or is it just me securing my shit? You, would you do it in fucking Austin? Yeah, I would. Because... I do do it everywhere, but that's because of where I'm from. There's some things that you do. Still, yeah, motherfucker, still. Yeah. You know, I don't get caught slipping. Yeah, and that's because it's your fault. It is your fault. At the end, you get jacked. It's your fucking fault. Yeah, dog. You you let somebody catch you slipping. I love like I don't love hearing about it, but like when someone's like, "Oh no, they broke in my car and stole this, this, and this," I'm like, "What the fuck are you doing, keeping that in your car?" Right. Right, I you're keep shit in my truck. You, the the people like to, or not people, but we collectively as a society like to pretend that we're living in a reality that's not true. This fairy tale land that Disney created. No, people that, are horrible. 
you know, people aren't horrible. People are just faced people. with certain circumstances. People are, people. people are humans. Let humans be humans. Some, some people jack shit. And honestly, maybe they're not even bad person. They just were having a hard up time. I mean, we all, I don't know. I, I, in my mind, I'm always painting the scenario, right? Dude wasn't a bad dude. He just had a baby to feed. And, and I was a fucking sucker that left my computer inside of my car and my door unlocked. Yeah. I don't blame him for jacking me. I blame my motherfucking self for being a bitch and doing some dumb shit. Exactly. And I'm just a sucker in the game. So I deserve to get got. That's the, that's the, that's the name of the game. You know, I'm not going to hate that guy. It's your fault. You get caught lacking. I'm going to be mad about the situation. Well, that's why I keep that motherfucking thing on you. I do. (laughs) Always. I fucking, it's hot in my car. Well, I'm driving between Austin and San Antonio no insurance, no insurance, no fucking stickers, no, uh, uh, got a pistol in the car, no, uh, concealed carry. You're riding dirty. Dirty. It's dirty, 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 dirty. License plate is uh Charlie echo fight. I'm just fucking <laughs> around. But that's Texas. You can do that. No, I'm just kidding. It's not a Texas thing. I, I honestly should get those things taken care of. Yeah. It's just with Rona. I mean, I wasn't even. I had yeah, to go. I'm like going to the fucking DMV. I'm not gonna go to the DMV. I don't want to go even... in the first place. I mean, that's what there are no mo- there are no license plates on my motorcycle. Yeah. Well, that's just. I mean, fuck. And then, I wasn't even driving around for the fucking four months. What am I gonna be paying insurance? It's the stupidest fucking thing in the world. Yeah. You know, I, I gotta start I, paying now. Always pay your insurance. Man, you never I fucking... know when you gotta fucking torch your car and get some quick cash out of the country. War's a racket, right? Yep. You bought a couple of Marines some books, yeah. right? War's a racket. War's a racket. Major General Smedley Butler. Insurance is a fucking racket. Mandatory yeah. by the government for you to have insurance, right? Even though nothing, like if you've never had anything happen to you because yeah. you're a certain age, you're a certain, you're a certain uh, stereotype. Because da- my dad tells him how much I cost. Exactly. You're, you fit the stereotype, so we're going to charge you a buku bucks. Yep. How shitty is that? It's fucked up. Yeah. And then, but you, you're forced and then to play that game. fucking in some states, if you don't have insurance, they make you buy extra insurance on top of insurance called SR-22. What is that? It's extra insurance. If you get caught without insurance, they have to keep for like a year to prove that you have insurance on top of your insurance. That's, that's lame racket. as fuck. Yeah. Shout out Illinois. Yeah. No, that's lame. So, in the future, we're going to have guests on the podcast yep. so one person that i really want to talk to you is somebody that as a the man about our age that he had to choose between his career uh professional career and, a, and his passion and the story is is really admirable and i think it's a crossroads that a lot of us face at some point yeah so uh soon we're gonna have him and then i'm trying to get uh, some uh, teachers because right now it, as an adult male that works in it i can tell you that it's with all the, everything that's going on it's extremely fucking difficult to pay attention at work and it sounds stupid right i can see that if, if you work outside it's a lot better than working inside what i really feel bad for are these kids right now man oh they're gonna this is those kids are fucked it's it's such and so the, the kids and the teachers so i want to get a teacher on here yeah talk about like things that Parents could struggles. do, yeah. Parents could do to help. It's not the teacher's responsibility to raise a kid. Exactly, it's their job to educate. I, I have how many parents do you talk to? Is it your friends, right? A handful. Do you, do they ever talk about the kids and and how the teachers aren't fucking doing this or that? Good. If I hear a friend of mine talk about that, it's your responsibility to roast the fuck out of I'm a not bad down parent. For anyone. Dissing a teacher. It's not a bad parent. I, I shouldn't say that. No, it's a bad parent if you're if you're relying on a teacher to raise your child. Right. And now it's the only it, person whose job it is to raise a child is that child's parents. Single parent households. I mean, you need help, but at, that's your kid. Yeah. Right. Well, that's not a, like that's the thing. Single parent households. It's not a, the the shame or the problem. The shame does not fall on the single parent. Right. It's where's that absent motherfucker. Mm. male or woman it happens yeah so in the future get them on yeah but for now 
uh, we want to say I definitely appreciate yeah. you guys. You want to over fucking five hundred downloads? That's fucking wild, dude. Like, so grateful. I'm I'm extremely grateful for everybody that's listening in, and uh, this is a it's a growth process yeah. for us. So I hope that you're able to grow as well. We're and, discovering it all at this fucking same time, dude. We're just fucking growing and flinging shit at the wall and seeing what sticks. Yeah. So catch you on the flip side. Yeah, until next time.